I'll share one thing. Um, a woman told me she was giving me a massage. She wasn't even my therapist. Mm. She's giving me a massage and she's feeling things and asking me questions. And she told me things don't work out with your staff in this space mm-hmm. because you are playing out your childhood trauma on them. Ooh, we in the Whereas, massage. Yes. And I was just like, what do you mean? Susie. And so what she said was like, I had, um, I had a disappointing experience with a parent yeah. who it was, it was my dad. So uh-huh. it was disappointing, but he turned himself around yeah. and he came back full, full, full force. And, what I do is when people start to disappoint me, what I used to do, they would start to disappoint me. I would wait for them to turn it around because mm-hmm. my dad did. Mm-hmm. So the more they're not turning it around and just further checked out for yeah. whatever reason right. that they're entitled to have, I'm growing resentment. Good idea. Now we buy merch. Ghetto. Payment miss. Ooh, the ghetto. Say she quit. Ooh, the ghetto. Laid on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Ooh, the ghetto. Invoice in. It ain't ghetto. Money spin. Oh, that's ghetto. Hold on. It's kind of ghetto being a CEO. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast, where we talk about all things CEO. Because listen, being a CEO is giving very much ghetto. A lot of times on the internet, they do not talk about the raw and unfiltered truth, the headaches, the heartbreaks, and all the things, right? So if you are loving this podcast, I need you to like, comment, subscribe, okay? I need you to leave reviews because that's how we know and the streets know that we are doing a really really good job over here but today we have a guest here that I am so excited for you guys to hear our story I was reading a production notes like oh this is juicy so listen we got my girl Nikki here from Zen in a Jar and she's going to tell us about how she started this company and some of the headaches and heartbreaks that she had along the way welcome Nikki to the ghetto CEO show hi thank you I'm so happy to be here yes i'm excited for you to be here so listen tell them who you are um and about your company okay hi y'all my name is nikki brooks sievers and my business is zen in a jar um what we are are a home and body care fragrance brand and my niche is being like that cross between the healing properties of aromatherapy and the power of body chemistry so all of my girls they're the ones that walk in the room you like who is that? Who smells so good? Like that's like our thing. So we do that through, we started with body scrubs and then candles and then it grew to shea butters, room sprays. Like, you know, when you're like, I want everything in my life to smell like this one particular thing. So that's what we do now. I love it. Ooh, and y'all, I got some goodies over there. I can't wait. Because I love a, you know, you when you got thick thighs and all the things, you got to smell good. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes. That's what it's all about. Yes. It started as my side hustle. I was, okay. a, I was a little girl. I used to like to play in my grandmother's vanities. Mm. And, like, I didn't have, I'm the oldest grandchild on both sides. I didn't okay. have any cousins with them for a minute. Yes. So I'm making my own fun in the vanities. Yes. And I'm making potpourri and stuff like that. Pretend perfumes and weird stuff, making a mess. Mm-hmm. And then um, I actually needed to do this on the side okay. to pay for my doctorate. Okay. So it just grew from there. And I didn't even, I don't even use my doctorate right now. Because I was like, what do you have a doctorate in? My- <laughs> Dr. Nikki, I am so sorry. <laughs> so like I, um, I was an IT project manager in federal government okay. for 19 years. I've been in there since 10th grade. And I applied for this doctoral program, and we had tuition assistance when the program, uh, when I first applied. So by my first residency, the government had just removed tuition assistance as one of our incentives, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm already in love with how my mind is being trained to think. And 
I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. I was already living on the edge of my means. Right. Like, I had a, a really nice six-figure six salary, but I was living at National Harbor, which was super expensive. Mm-hmm. I had a brand-new muscle car. I could barely drive. Oh, my God. So there was no room for me to pay an extra 30000 for this degree. Right. So I started making the products I used to love to do as a little girl on the side. Okay. And it grew from that. Okay, so you said National Harbor. That means you're from DMV? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, girl, I just got off the plane. Really? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the A. Okay, I am excited that you are here. Now, let's talk. We're going to jump into the T. Okay, so I heard you are building a new location. So talk to us about that journey. <sighs> Listen, we should have some wild child. <laughs> yes. So um, it has been, and I really just, I have to say, I love that yes. you have opened up this channel oh, for us to you. really talk about this stuff. Yes. Like, I, I stumbled upon you, like, maybe two months ago, oh, wow. and I was like, what is this? Yes. What is this lady talking about? Who are these people on here? Yes. She is helping people. Like, I just, yes. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. And so I think about, like, where I would even be had I discovered you this time a year ago. Um, so with my brick and mortar, my experience had honestly been pretty charmed leading up to 2022. Okay. So I kept falling into beautiful situations and opportunities and, you know, it's so great. I'm taking people with me. We're doing all of that. (laughs) So when I got this space, I learned that number one, I am the person responsible for everything. There's nobody to call Mm -hmm. when something isn't working, when somebody Mm -hmm. isn't doing what they're supposed to do. It's on Nikki. So with the space, I was really excited about it because I was coming into the shopping center behind um, a big juice brand called Turning Natural in D.C. Black woman owned. She's got like seven locations now, I think. So I was coming into her flagship location she just moved out of. So I was like, oh, this is good, small business juju. You know, I'm coming in behind Turning Natural. And I had all these exciting ideas for what I was going to do with the space. So um, I happened upon this guy who was coming to give me an estimate so I can figure out how much to expect when I evaluate proposals for what I want to do. Because with this space, you know, there's so many shea butter brands that you Mm -hmm. can go to. I really specialize in my customer's experience. Like, Mm -hmm. I know my girls are the ones that want to have, like, they want to be the only person that smells the way they do. It's got to be custom. It's got to be an elevated experience. So what we're doing is building out an oasis shower. So not only do you come and shop, but you can also get the store to yourself and you can shower with any products you want to pull off the wall you can lounge around and relax like this is your thing and um, so with that I am recruiting other brands like I want it to be a wellness hub for Mm -hmm. black owned businesses that are in like the wellness vein maybe beauty so like if you're a yoga um, a yoga instructor and you don't have a place to practice you can do your yoga pop-ups as in a jar that was the vision right okay so I'm recruiting all these people I'm doing interviews and I'm offering retail space on shelves and I'm paying this guy because he was like hey I really want to help you out um, white people do this for each other all the time. I'm going to finance you. And, um, you know, you just pay me once a month and however long it takes. But I'll build this out in about four weeks. Okay. So I'm like, okay. Right. I'm green because I'm coming from government. Right. right. Where people just Sound do. Sound like a good deal to me. Yes. <laughs> I'm used to people just doing whatever they say they're going to do with right. the contract because, you know, they want to keep their government money coming. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, okay, outside of government, People will do anything. Mm -hmm. So this man never had to look for me. I'm paying him on time. But I started to realize I haven't seen him in like three, four weeks. 
is it my schedule? Like, I think we're a little bit behind. Right. So I would reach out and <laughs> And I'd be like, hey, like, what's going on? Just want to check in. He's like, well, it's my daughter's birthday. And did it just, yeah, just talking to me crazy. And I'm like, oh, no. So I learned in therapy, like, one of my biggest issues mm-hmm. is I don't listen to my gut. Yeah. Right? So my gut told me well before he started disappearing, you need to cut this off mm-hmm. and you need to start fresh. But my ego was like, nope, I already invested. I already told people he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Right. So long story short, long, tearful story short. It didn't work out. I had to let him go. And when I fired him, he had the nerve to come pick up his tools and be crying to me. I was like, I need to be crying. Right, so you're right. I just spent all this money and I don't have no store. Right. <laughs> so I was embarrassed. Yeah. And I had to take a step back because I'm a doer. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm telling these other brands, like, you will be sold here. You will have this opportunity. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z for us. How do I turn around and say, actually, I don't know what's going to happen because this store is still under construction. So we were supposed to be open in April of 2022. And we couldn't. So now I've spent all that money with him. I'm still doing payroll. Yep. I still got to keep Zen in a jar rolling. Yep. And we're still paying for this building and these utilities without right. the retail revenue. Yep. So um, I took a step back. I had to do a deep dive. I want my therapist out. Yeah, okay? Listen, got her money. <laughs> yes, yes, listen. I am not. I don't work for BetterHelp. Yeah. But I strongly, if you are an entrepreneur, you yeah. need a therapist. And BetterHelp is really where you go because you can text, video chat, email, whatever mm-hmm. you need to do when you're in crisis. Yeah. And if you get matched with the right person, it's it's priceless. Right. So. And keep dating until you get the right person. Yes. Like. Yes. And so this woman, she really helped me because I, I could not, I could barely get out of bed most days because I was so embarrassed. And then you know how posting content is so important. Yeah. I didn't really have anything I wanted to say, mm. you know, because I'm coming in every day. I'm driving. I'm doing videos of here's the status of the construction yeah. and yeah. all of that. And now I have to say, well, I don't really know what's going to happen, y'all, because I lost that money. I have got to figure out how to not only make that back, Mm -hmm. but keep everything else going. And so what I did was I stopped talking. Mm -hmm. My biggest lesson of 2022 was to just close my mouth. And, you know, I thought that transparency was key. But what I realized is I don't know everything just yet. Yeah. So it's okay to not be transparent and learn what you don't know. Because... I was I was really walking headfirst into a different type of world because before yeah. I got this brick and mortar, I was renting suites out of um, a beauty supply store. Okay. So they were still able to kind of be like my parent or my umbrella right, in right, a way right, right. when things would go wrong. But with this, I'm like, okay, now that the air condition is broken, I got to pay for this? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> but I have to pay for everything else, you know. Yes. It's, it's the stuff that you don't even think about. No. And it's not sexy, no. It's not like no. the the photo shoots and the I'm flying first class and doing that. That stuff is real nice. It feels yeah. good. Like taking my friends on trips and stuff is great. Right. But also this nasty part under here, where people will take advantage of you mm-hmm. because that man he messed himself up. Like I know when we have our grand opening, it's yeah. gonna be bananas. Yeah. And I would have taken him and said his name in every mm-hmm. room mm-hmm. with every piece of media. And now he squandered that opportunity, right? right? 
But I have some family who, as they are, they have wives that shop with me and support, who are starting their own construction firm, and they reached out. Oh, wow. So half the rate, because uh, yeah. they're like, hey, we're just I trying to build our portfolio. That. We love you. We believe in you. So they are doing the construction now, and it's a beautiful synergy. The yeah. space looks great. Like, they understand my vision. I'm not yeah. arguing about wall tiles and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. No, I, and I, I love the transparency on the journey, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember when we first built out our office, and, oh, my God, it was, like, such a headache, right? Um, even dealt with a, um, a contractor that went and filed, um, I forgot what it's called, but when you go down and file something, a lien against your business, <gasps> against the building, yeah. I was like, sir, you never came back. You never came and did the work. So how are you mad at me and you are trying to hold me to a contract where you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing? And then you'll have contractors that hire subcontractors, Mm -hmm. but you are also responsible for those subcontractors if they default and they feel like you owe them. So it's like a, a whole different arena. It's a mess. It's a mess. Everybody has an angle. Yes. And I just, I mean, it was devastating. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I decided to do was just start to talk about it once yeah. I healed. Yes. Because for a minute, I wasn't healed. healed. And if you ask me a question, I'm going to say too much, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to be ready to fight. fight. Yes. <laughs> so I, I realized that I wanted to reach out and share the story because mm-hmm. I started to wake up more often than not and feel gratitude yeah. for the bad things that happened. Right. As opposed to just being angry and embarrassed. I'm like, you know what? This happened mm-hmm. for a reason. Now I'm in a beautiful situation being supported by people who who care about my brand, who are invested in the success, invested in the aesthetic and not just trying to make a buck off me. Right. You know, and like even when bad things happen with employees, which is like a a whole other animal. Right. What? (laughs) So employees are just it is so expensive Mm -hmm. employing human adults. Yes. It is. (laughs) emotional work Mm -hmm. and um you know I'm not even going to rag on the people that work for me because the other thing I realized is a lot of it was me Mm. um I was coming from government culture where as a young black girl Mm -hmm. coming in so young I had people who mentored me and they meant well Mm -hmm. but they taught me to water myself down Mm -hmm. and talk around what I want because in the IT field it's really, it's, it's not welcoming to black women. Yeah. And so it's very easy for you to be labeled as aggressive, mm-hmm. difficult to work with, et cetera. So I was coming into leadership as an entrepreneur, yeah. not being clear with what I want mm-hmm. and constantly having that issue of why aren't they doing what I asked them to do? Right. Like, why would you be so casual? Right. Why would you treat what I asked you to do like an option? Ooh. And I had to really sit back and say, well, it wasn't me. It was my best friend. Yes, yes. She's a <laughs> She was like, first of all, you smile too much on the internet. Yeah. And you say everything to people to make them feel like it's an option mm-hmm. um, should they choose to do this. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I did the work to speak more assertively. Mm-hmm. And I also had to toughen up to not be so quick to cave if I offended somebody. Yeah. Because I tied my value as a brand to, well, I have to be a nice person so people can want to shop with me. Mm-hmm. And that, that is not, that's not it. Right. How did you step out of that? Because I know a lot of people feel like I, you know, I tell people, you are a direct reflection of your business. So whatever you're going through internally is going to Girl. come in your business. So how did you combat that? Therapy. 
Mm, I had to really deal with my people pleasing. I had to figure out what is it within me that wants to be so likable. Um, Why am I not confident enough in my product? You know, but I'm compromising myself. I'm constantly signing on for events and collaborations that I don't really feel like doing. I don't Mm. have the bandwidth, but I'd like to appear as agreeable and easy to work with. So when I got to the root of that with my Mm. therapist, I was like, oh, okay. So now that I know what this is, mm-hmm. now I, can I can talk to yeah. the person I have this with yes. as opposed to bringing it into work. Because you're right, all of our personal stuff is spills. And if it's something that you have not resolved, it's going to come out in your business. Every time. If you don't know it, your staff knows it. Yep. Your friends know it. Your partner knows it. Yes. <laughs> because when I started realizing my stuff, I'll share one thing Um a woman told me she was giving me a massage. She wasn't even my therapist. Mm. She's giving me a massage and she's feeling things and asking me questions. And she told me, things don't work out with your staff in this space mm-hmm. because you are playing out your childhood trauma on them. Ooh, we in the Whereas, massage. Yes. And I was just like, <gasps> what do you mean? Susie. <laughs> and so what she said was, like, I had um I had a disappointing experience with a parent yeah. who it was it was my dad. So uh-huh. it was disappointing. But he turned himself around, yeah. and he came back full, full full force. And what I do is when people start to disappoint me, what I used to do, they would start to disappoint me, I would wait for them to turn it around because mm. my dad did. Mm. So the more they're not turning it around and just further checked out for yeah. whatever reason right. that they're entitled to have, I'm growing resentment. Yes. Right. you expecting them to come back to It's me. I'm good yes. to you. I right. pay you. <laughs> yes. Why are you not doing this? Right, right, <laughs> Why right. you ain't bubble wrap the package? Yes. <laughs> you know Have you ever been at the club and your phone died and you couldn't call your Uber? What about when you trying to shoot some content and you was about to get that perfect picture and then boom, the phone goes dead? Well, I don't have that problem because I have a mobile charger with Power Me Lab. They literally, y'all, this charger lasts for hours at a time without me actually having to charge it all the time. So listen, my friends over at Power Me Lab wanted me to offer this to our listeners because they said y'all needed y'all phone charged and we y'all can't listen to the Ghetto CEO podcast if your phone is dead, okay? So they're going to give you guys a special discount. All you got to do is head over to their site and use code Ghetto CEO, but this discount will not last forever. So I want you to click the link below, click the link in the show notes so that you can be able to to shop this discount with Power Me Lab. Back to the episode. And I think that's a real thing. And I think a lot of times um, as entrepreneurs, as we're hiring and people are coming into small businesses, they don't realize that you are getting like, it's not that the CEO, Jeff Bezos, don't have emotions that he has to deal with. Yeah. You just down here in the pet picking and packing in California, he's not talking to you. So his <laughs> leaders are getting this, right? So a lot of times when they come and work in small business, they forget that we're humans, yes. right? There are moments, there are things, and I, I tell people there's a respectful way to be able to say, okay, Nikki, you ain't had to say it like that. Yeah. Or, you know, let's have a conversation because I don't know until I know, right? Yes. And a lot of times we don't know because people don't say anything to us. So we just learning these lessons as we go. Mm-hmm. And I literally learned, le- like, with hiring and being around people. And what I realized is that in 
corporate, you are working in the people that you're around are your friends, right? You start to find work friends, you find a work yeah. husband, a work mama, all the things. Well, when you get into your small business, these employees can't be your friend. Yeah. They just like, they just can't. Like, you be wanting to be friendly, but they can't because you can't tell them all the things that's going wrong in the business. You can't tell them like, yeah, we at zero and I don't know how I'm pay payroll this week, but I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> like, you can't tell them that, right? And so we have trust with finding community and like being able to share but our employees get the brunt of this growth spurt before we get healed (laughs) yes and I really I love that you said that because that is one of my bigger struggles right now Mm -hmm. is drawing that line because at first I was just telling everything like we all got to deal with this if I got to figure this out if it's on me yeah like hey look I told you like I don't really know where it's gonna come from right I had to figure out okay and then I was also like over investing in people Uh because I had decided before before it was time that I was going to be the premier place for young black girls to work. Mm. I want you to love coming to work here. I want to give you everything I wish I had when I was in government. Right. I want you to dress how you want, how you have your nails, how you want, be super comfortable. I was so worried about that. Yeah. They weren't doing nothing. No, they didn't earn. And they didn't it. take me seriously. Yes. And so yes. I'm crying like, wait a minute, I got to do all these refunds and I have to pay this payroll. Like, yes. now I got to explain myself on, on the internet. Like, right, what? right. <laughs> and to these people. And the thing is, what I realized is, because I am, I, I'm a nurturer. Mm-hmm. I'm a lover. I love hard. So even with my employees, I would love hard. Like, if you for me, I'm for you. You yes. know, like whatever you want, like you want that red Jeep, I want you to have it. I'm going to help you buy it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I started to realize I started to give things that people didn't earn. And then it helped. It hurt me. You didn't earn that race. You didn't earn the, that bonus. You didn't earn that new computer. You didn't earn, like, you doing subpar. So what ends up happening is, is that because you didn't earn it, you didn't earn this raise, but I kept giving it to you, you thought you was doing a good job. Yeah. So you kept those same traits like you were doing a good job and you were not. So, and it's hard to even know because it's like, I want you to win. Like, why yeah. we can't, why I can't just give you some money because I want you to, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. I'm about to cry. I feel so seen. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. I, str- I struggle with that real bad. Yes, yes. And because it's, I, I want to nurture, because people poured into me. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Spice Suite, but mm-hmm. Angel ran the Spice Suite, and now mm-hmm. she just opened Black and Forth. Okay. And so, basically, she bought a strip mall. Yeah. And she's got small businesses popping up in and out of store, mm-hmm. and there's a, an esthetician, a hairstylist, a nail lady, and... Um, what is the other business? It's four businesses there. Mm-hmm. But basically, she built her business model on offering her space to small businesses. And mm-hmm. I was one of the first ones. So having been poured into mm-hmm. in that way where I could use, we all had keys. It was like 20 of us with keys to her store. Yeah. Have your pop-ups, no charge. Um, do events, grow your clientele, no yeah. charge. I couldn't yeah. wait to do that for other people. Right. But what I realized, like what I got from therapy, she told me a story called The Butterfly. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, Nikki, there's, there's a story of this butterfly. This guy is walking through the forest. He sees a butterfly struggling to get out of the cocoon. Mm. And so the guy, um, he goes and opens the cocoon mm. a little bit to help the butterfly out. And he continues his walk. He circles back. The butterfly is dead on the ground. And so she said, what is the moral of this story? And I said, the guy helped the butterfly too soon. Mm. And she said, no. He wasn't supposed to help the butterfly. Ooh. He... 
he interjected, he injected himself into the butterfly's journey where the butterfly was supposed to struggle and strengthen its wings to get out of the cocoon. And so now the butterfly is on the ground dead, no potential, nothing can happen. And this is you. She was like, it's not that you keep hiring jerks. It's you who makes them skip the difficult part of their journey mm-hmm. because it's what you would have wanted. But what yeah. you don't realize is you needed that to survive the parts that you're dealing with now, which is like mm-hmm. the brick and mortar piece. Yeah. And I was like, I was floored. That's crazy. And so I really, it softened my heart toward the people that I, that I felt had taken advantage of me. But yeah. really, I was just doing too, too much. much. Yeah. It wasn't you because you didn't ask for this. You didn't ask for me to give my all. And sometimes I think a lot of times we don't talk about the heartbreak as a CEO. Yeah. Like it's very like they, I don't know if they think CEOs are like made of steel and we're just so hard. But it's like heartbreak when you think something is going to work out. Especially someone, right? Especially when you like, I love you. Like you, I care about you and so you much. Do this to what me. Do this to me. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a thing. It's me. Yeah, me. I would do anything for you. You know, <laughs> like you have this whole emotional thing. Yeah. And I had to realize, like, I what um what I realized at the end of the day, as much as this is my business, this is my baby. But at the end of the day. This is just your job. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are here for your paycheck. Like, I don't care how much you love me. I don't care how much you love what you do. And until you get to the point where you feel like you are invested with equity in this business or whatever, then this is just your paycheck. And I got to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times as CEOs, it takes us a moment. Because there's heartbreak when you are hiring and firing and this person come in, you like, I trusted this person. And then all of your trust issues from your daddy's trust issues and all things. (laughs) Yes, it's a thing. I got a cheat code. What? Give us the cheat code, Nikki. So what I figured out is I, I haven't had as much success with people who I get off of uh, indeed or a job referral and things like that mm-hmm. what has worked for me sustainably is my customers mm. so I have had customers step in people with careers and things yeah but they're so invested in the success of Zen in a jar mm-hmm. that they take on roles like my I accountant was tired of seeing me run from my money stuff yeah right so she she's a customer she's at a full-time career but she manages the money as in a jar now. I love that. Um, I have had uh, my customer service. Okay, so I had a firm a couple years ago. I was paying them a whole lot of money mm-hmm. every month. And they, long story short, left me high and dry, crippled my business. Like, yes. I'm still rebuilding from that. Yeah. Um, the milestone there was I raised my prices mm-hmm. and did a big Mother's Day drop with mm-hmm. this firm. And they had got me to a place where I thought it was okay to be hands-off. Yeah. So I went to a wine festival with my, my, my line sister for the weekend. And all these emails are coming in. Mm-hmm. And it's PayPal cases. Not, pay, not PayPal disputes. Mm-hmm. Cases. Mm-hmm. So it's a real issue. Right. People are claiming fraud and everything. And I had no idea this was going on. Right. So basically that firm, they washed their hands of the email early in April. So this is about end of April, early May that this is happening. Wow. Because one person got COVID and they didn't have like a contingency plan. Oh my And so gosh. I'm thinking no news is good news because yeah. I'm still making sure everybody gets paid. Right. But I can go to this wine festival. Yeah. So that was really, really bad. Yeah. And I had some customers reach out like, hey, I know you've been posting all these great things about this firm. Yeah. But you may not be aware. 
I sent this email on this day. I never got a response. Other people are saying the same thing. Wow. And so I'm devastated. I'm doing all of that. But those same customers reached out like, I'll run your customer service for you. And so there's this one guy, Alex, he is a customer, has his own career, but he has been running. We just celebrated two years with Alex yes. because he, he shops with me all the time. He yes. had for years and he's invested in the customer experience. Yes. So he lets me know what I need to do to run things better on the back end. And he's also engaging the customers with the respect that he would appreciate if he was on the other end still. I love that. You know, so I've got that going. I've got customers that run my pop-ups because I'm an introvert. I can't stand vending. Mm. I do not like it. I like to be in a house just like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> under a blanket on the couch with my wine yes. or behind the scenes just creating. Yes. So I have customers. We have a group chat called Fairy Town, and mm. they're the Zen Fairies, mm. and they run my pop-ups. So they can go, and they can speak to what fragrances blend the best, mm. how to use this, what's new, what they like, what you'll like if you like this perfume and stuff. Yes. And they're just being transparent from their own honest experience. I love these. And so, yeah, those are my cheat codes. And the other thing is most of these people want to be paid in product, which is yeah. crazy because I happily pay you. Right, right, But they, right. they're like, look, can I just get two tubs of shea butter yeah. and I'll run the next weekend's pop-ups? Okay. Right. But, yeah, that's my cheat code, though. I love it. First of all, that's a real cheat code. I hope y'all really took notes on that. Yeah. But I think that it also speaks to the community that you've built in this business. Mm -hmm. Like, the, 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 the information that you've given them, but also the love that they can feel through the jars, right? Yeah. Like, and then now they're invested in the growth of this company. Mm -hmm. And so I think community, building community is such a key. But you've had such a great success with not only building community, but also building this business. So what's the next level for you? What does the next level look like for you in this business? The next level for me is wholesale. Mm. So, okay, I want them to have a great experience at the Zen Sanctuary yeah. once we open and um, come in and do their retail shopping. We might have things here and there on the website, but I want to move away from being so e-commerce heavy with the individual orders. Okay. And I want to go to the spas. Yes. Um, I have Airbnb contracts okay. where we do the toiletries there. Yeah. Like, I love those things. Yes. Um, because that. the e-commerce side with the individual orders, and I do love y'all, but it's a lot. Mm -hmm. So what I have to figure out is which pain points are worth it for Zen in a Jar to yeah. succeed. Yeah. I know that to scale up, I've got to scale down my repertoire. Yeah. I have done some of the mentoring sessions that the... Um, the CEOs and founders that I look up to offer. Mm -hmm. And many of them say, you got to scale it down. I have 217 fragrances right now. Oh, wow. I don't want to part with none of them. Yeah. <laughs> I made, because we don't do the fragrance like out the bottle. Yeah. I sit and I create these things yeah. and I think about when I name them, what song am I thinking about? Yeah. What, it, what memory does it jog for me? Who, what color do I think about when I smell this? Like yeah. it's all an intimate experience. So I don't want to part with that. Yeah. So I know I need to scale it down to five to really go where go I need to go if I right. were to go in another direction. So what we're going to focus on is the wholesale contracts with the spas okay. and um, with hotels, like okay. boutique hotels. And um, yeah, I think I just mentioned like the Airbnbs. Yes. But that's really profitable. Entrepreneurs look into Airbnbs. What can you offer? Because most Airbnbs, they want to have a unique thing mm -hmm. yep. that they offer these vacation rentals and stuff yep. like that we just cold call them yep. send them a box of, of your products right 
Like if it, if it's a fantastic product, what is the reason to say no? Right. It only makes them stand out if they work with you. Exactly. You know, exactly. and another cheat code is everybody wants to affiliate themselves with minority-owned businesses right. and things like that. Step right into that. I love it. Mm-hmm. This was good. And you gave the, the girls yeah. some bars, some therapy and some bars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. chills. I love it, Nikki. Well, listen, if anybody is listening to this episode right now and they're like, oh my God, Nikki is me. I am Nikki. What would you tell them to keep them going in this journey? Girl. Okay. I love this question. Here we go. Therapy. You have to know yourself. Your personal stuff is going to spill over into your business. Mm-hmm. The more money you make, the more whoever you really are mm-hmm. is going to show, good or bad, right? Our inner child needs to heal. It needs to be heard. And this, like, you know, in entrepreneurship, there's a lot of ego. We are overachievers. We have people that are saying yes to us and telling us we're great all day, every day, just to stay in our orbit. Whether it's something that we want or not, right? You need a real tribe. So that's therapy. You need a tribe. A tribe of people that are comfortable being honest with you. I got a 24-7 group chat full of uncomfortable information. And it's called the Unsolicited Mirrors. Yes. And it's my girlfriends, Wumi and Sherelle. Come on. And so, like, you know, what keeps us, because we're each entrepreneurs, what keeps us from going crazy, cursing people out online is we screenshot it. Hey, y'all, is it me? <laughs> yeah. Tell me if it's me. And they'll You're say right. sometimes, like, Girl, it's you. Yeah. Or they'll say, no, girl, fuck that. That's, no, these people are crazy. Don't crazy. let them talk to you like that. Right. And then we could just deal with that offline yeah. as opposed to tanking your business publicly. But you need the people that'll say, hey, it's you. You're doing too much. Um, organic partnerships. People can feel anything that's inauthentic and clout chasey. Yes. Collaborate with people that you really feel a synergy with and not people that you can just get something from. What can you contribute to this yes. relationship? Yes. You know, it has to be a synergy. It has to be authentic or people are not going to subscribe. They'll like it and yes it all yes. day, but they won't shop with you if it right. doesn't feel authentic. And um, never stop learning. My last one is definitely Always know there's something more to learn. Mm-hmm. Travel. I like to learn about what's going on in fragrance culture by going to perfume school. I've mm-hmm. been doing this like since I was a little kid, like as a hobby. Yeah. But my credentials are in technology and communication. Right. So I like to see what are the trends in fragrance. Um, I go to perfume school based out of London. I will travel to spas all over the world to see what is the beauty ritual here. Like mm-hmm. I just went to Mexico a few weeks ago. And while I went to relax, I was like, I need to leave the resort and go to the spas right. that kind of look like the hole in the wall that you wouldn't notice. Mm-hmm. What are they doing for their beauty rituals? Yes. What can I come back and incorporate into my repertoire that exposes people to like a new way of doing self-care? So never stop learning, even if it's just books. You know, get virtual mentors you can learn from, people that you don't know at all. Like before I signed up for this, you were my virtual mentor. I was oh, like, oh, look, let me you. see what this lady's talking about yes, today. And a yes. part of my self-care with my coffee is to sit down and watch whatever your videos are that what you're talking about or read the emails. Yes, but there's you. information everywhere. Yes. Everybody isn't entitled to say yes to mentor you. Mm-hmm. You can still access their content, yes. read up on their stories, and yes. learn. Yeah. So that's I hope that was too many. No, that was good. That was listen. You done gave him some gems. Okay. Listen, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure y'all stay tuned with Nikki. When is the, the Zen Sanctuary opening? Zen Sanctuary is opening July of 2023. Yeah. 
and that announcement is going to be everywhere. Come yes. take a shower with us. Yes. Come relax. We will always serve every day we're open. We're serving black on water, yes. champagne, and coffee. I love it. Listen, y'all meet me there, okay? Because I'm coming. I'm coming <laughs> to take a shower, okay? Yes. Listen, thank you for tuning in to the Ghetto CEO podcast. Once again, I do not take your listens lightly. Keep tuning in. Keep sending reviews. Keep subscribing because we love what we do to talk about these ghetto CEO stories. So make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.